being that we're all here on the Monday of Parshas B'Shalach, and we're all gathered together to learn some Tyra, I figured I'll try to say something relevant to number one, Mondays, number two, Parshas B'Shalach, and number three, learning Tyra. So, and I'll try to do it all in five minutes. So the Gemara Baba Kama, Daf talks about decrees that Ezra made. And one of the decrees that Ezra made was that we should read from the Torah on Mondays and Thursdays. That's one of the decrees that the Gemara brings down. The Gemara says, like learned in in this week's parsha, which tells us that they walked, they were traveled in the desert for three days and they didn't find any water. The people who would in, interpret the psukim metaphorically, they said, that when it says mayim, when it says that they didn't have water, it really means taira. So they were thirsty for the taira. When they went three days without hearing any taira, they became weary. So the, the prophets among them got up, and they instituted for them that you should read from the Torah on Shabbos and on Monday and on Thursday. And therefore, so that you can ne- we're never going to go three days without hearing the words of the Torah. So that's how we got to this minog where, as we did this morning and every Monday and Thursday and Shabbos, we read from the Torah. So it's 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 the, the drushes from Pasuk in this week's parsha that Kal Yisrael walked in the desert and they couldn't stand going three days without Torah. Frek Drop a poshit question, a simple, simple question. And he says, how is it that they were thirsty for the Torah? How could that be? The story took place in Mara, which was six weeks before they even got the Torah. What were they thirsty for? Certainly, there was no obligation to learn the Torah yet. So what were they thirsty for? But even more than that, what were they craving? What was so, what was so, what were they missing so much that they couldn't go three days? And Rosalvechik answers and he explains that the Takana was not enacted to fulfill an obligation. It was to quench the natural thirst that every Jew naturally has for the Torah. It has nothing to do with the obligation to learn Torah. It's something that's in us. And in his words, because he says it better than I ever could, it was not concerned for lack of fulfillment of the mitzvah for Talmud Torah, which led to the institution of Kriya Satara on Monday, Thursday, and Shabbos, for they were not yet obligated in Talmud Torah. Rather, it was the lethargy which possessed them, the fatigue and the discontent which stemmed from the lack of Torah study and which brought the congregation to complain and rebel, which prompted the prophets among them to institute Kriya Satara. Every Jew, man, woman, child, in their heart of hearts, they thirst for that connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu through the Torah. That Selim Kim within us is nourished through our Limud HaTorah, irregardless of any commandment to learn the Torah. That's what they were thirsty for in Mara. So maybe we can also understand the famous Gemara in Nida Daf Lamed Amad Aleph that tells us that when a child is in the mother's womb, the child is taught the entire Torah, and then shortly thereafter, forgets the entire Torah. So the Mepharshim, of course, all wonder, and many pens have been broken, yes, w- trying to explain what is the point 
of teaching them the Torah, if they're just going to forget it, they're going to be made to forget it right after, why are you teaching it to them in the first place? So Rav also explains on this, that the learning in the womb creates the natural connection, the pintle yid, so to speak, the spark of Kedusha that every Jew has deep within them. Our job in life is only to reconnect, to reconnect to that place that is already within us through our dedication and commitment to Lima Ratera. And it reminds me of the minog that a husband has that he lights the candles before Shabbos for his wife and then blows it out immediately. And that's because it's supposed to make it easier for the wife to light the candles afterwards for Shabbos. So too here, Hashem made it easier for us by, by igniting the flame. And all we have to do is reignite the flame that Hashem already put there all the way back when we were in our mother's Every time we go out early in the morning or late at night, or yes, take five minutes in the middle of the day to learn Taira, we're reconnecting. We're not connecting, we're reconnecting. Every shir we attend or a Muna group that we partake in or Taira chat that we're part of, we are reconnecting to the Rabbi Nishlein. I just wanna end off by saying the following. Baruch Hashem, we have 200 plus people on this chat and every single one of them and anyone who's listening to this you have that pintle yid inside of you. Reconnect. It's easier to reignite a flame that has already been lit. The taira is the nourishment for the soul. It's not always easy. In fact, it's often very hard. And that's why when we finish part of the taira, we say chazak, chazak, chazik. Be strengthened. Don't give up. Don't despair. Don't get discouraged. Just keep at it. Thank you all very, very much and have a great rest of your day.